Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Chirletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from New York City is Frank Orlowski. Frank is founder and president of the Asian Advisory Group. And today we're going to be talking about artificial intelligence. First, Frank, thanks for being here and talking with us. And secondly, to dive right in, there's a lot of focus on the risks of AI these days, as I'm sure you well know. Uh, but you see an opportunity for it from a compliance perspective. One area in particular is in transaction monitoring. How would that work? Hey, Adam, thank you very much for having me. Um, my thoughts on how AI would work with compliance is, like you said, where you have large amounts of transactions that you need to monitor or check. Um, so a perfect example would be potentially travel and entertainment expenses, uh, as well as accounts payable vendors. Uh, to me, those are the, the low-hanging fruit when it comes to, to AI as far as checking to ensure that uh, the compliance is, is, is where it needs to be from an AI standpoint, both with travel and entertainment and uh, accounts payable vendors. Um, so I, I would imagine that means basically looking at outlier transactions and things like that. Yeah, it, it could be wire transactions uh, with regards to paying a vendor, or it could be the vendor themselves. Because the way uh, you know the United States is right now with FCPA compliance and 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 whatnot in in our global economy is is that you not only have to ensure that that you're compliant as an organization, but but right, wrong, or indifferent, you have to ensure that your vendors are compliant, and that's a huge volume of transactions for a lot of companies and. Um, AI could be very helpful in ensuring that those vendors are compliant uh, in the work that and, and the algorithms that AI can do. And then with travel and entertainment, it's just a lot of transactions for a lot of people, and it's ensuring that, that you're compliant with regards to those within your organization um, for, for the travel uh, reimbursement that uh, folks put through. Now, I'm curious, what are some other areas where you think AI could potentially flag problems? So, you know, I also think it could be helpful, and, and I know we, we have a question on supply chain, but I think it could also help with um, manufacturing, uh, mainly for the materials that are being used. It's very important, especially in a regulated industry like healthcare, that the materials that are being used uh, are of a nature that are, are from a, a source that's compliant, uh, no, not only from a quality standpoint, uh, but but also from a, you know safety, reliability, vendor standpoint. So I, I also think that manufacturing and, and uh, material management is another area where AI could be extremely helpful and, and is currently being used and could replace RFID tagging. I think RFID tagging will be potentially a thing of the past when you when you incorporate uh, AI and everything that AI can do and flag. Hmm. That's interesting. A new technology that runs the risk of being an old one. Now, do you think AI could be deployed to audit the compliance function as well as we talk about all of these ways to monitoring transactions mm -hmm. and actions? Absolutely. I think AI could be helpful. And again, there's there's types of compliance, right? There's financial compliance uh, and as well as uh, quality assurance compliance with manufacturing. But in my background, which is mainly finance, I think AI could be extremely helpful to help internal auditors uh, with regards to their function and, and 
and looking at transactions and, and looking at outlying uh, elements of, of financial transactions when performing an internal audit. So I, think, I don't think you can get ultimately get rid of the human factor with regards to, to corporate internal audits, but I think that AI could be extremely helpful in the, in the sampling elements of, uh, of, of audits. Now, I, I wanna go back to supply chain, which you touched on earlier. Um, there's so much scrutiny on the supply chain these days, everything from, you know, as you mentioned in healthcare, making sure the quality's there to uh, outside of healthcare or even in healthcare, making sure, uh, for example, the things you're sourcing aren't made with conflict minerals or out of forced labor. Um, how could AI be successfully deployed there? So that's a, that's a great question. Uh, I'm gonna throw out another acronym at you is, is ESG, right? So I, I think that, that um, AI can be extremely helpful for companies that are ensuring that, that vendors are compliant with regards to um, in the environment and social responsibility. Um, you know, we, we had climate change, but, but now it's even gone a step further with ESG qualifications. So I think not only ensuring the, the quality of the materials, but ensuring that the source comes from a vendor or an entity that is ESG compliant itself. Now, are, are there any areas where you see AI being not as well suited to helping as people may think? I, I think a lot of people feel that it could be used in contracts, but I disagree. I think for a lot of legal contracts are not only difficult for humans to understand and read unless you're, you're of a legal background, but I, I do think that we're just not ready or, or developed in the AI platform for, for legal uh, transactions and, and contracts. I think that that's where you, you certainly are, we're going to have a, a, a challenge. And then secondly, anything that involves the gray area of ethics and fairness. Um, fairness is a, is a word that, that is objective, right? And, and I, I think that anything that involves um, ethics or, or something that has to be monitored as being fair or not, would be difficult at this point in time for, for AI to, to monitor and track. We may get there, um, not to 100%, but I think it, it's something that, um, that that has a ways to go with regards to AI. And, and I don't think we should over-rely on AI. I think we need to be careful and take take some real baby steps with AI. One of the most interesting things that somebody told me about AI that I thought was, was clever was, imagine giving a 16-year-old human being all the knowledge in the world without the life experience. And that could be a real danger, right? So I think we just need to be careful and, and use it as a tool when necessary or, or use it as a tool. But I, I do think we have a ways to go with regards to contract evaluation and things that involve ethics and, and fairness. So when you talk about ethics and fairness, that seems to be an enormous stumbling block for AI. It has no sense of right and wrong. Um, we've seen issues coming up from just purely ethical standpoints, but also sort of ethics and getting into legal issues with things like AI redlining neighborhoods. Um, how do compliance teams make sure that when AI is being deployed, that the organization is mindful of the ethical implications of what they're doing and the lack of ethics when it comes to AI? That's a fantastic question. 
to me, document, document, document. You have to add that element of documentation that is incorporated with any sort of transaction processing when, when, when that comes into play. I'll give you a perfect example. I've seen, uh, having audited many travel and entertainment programs for Fortune 50 companies, a lot of times, let's assume there's a situation where somebody's doing business in Indonesia and they have to get home because of an emergency with their family and they have to fly first class on a, a plane and that happens to be out of policy perhaps their business says you only can fly or, or their company says you can only fly business class home um, but they're only able to get a first class ticket that's obviously not in compliance and that would get flagged and there would be ramifications to that however if the individual is able to document it and say this is an emergency i needed to get home i checked with my supervisor therefore i took the first class flight back that's an element where if you add fields for you know, documentation, putting in sentences and explanations, I think that's a way to, to, to help bolster that, that type of situation. And are, are there ways you think of where, you know, I don't want to say we can put the brakes on AI, but also, you know, try and help those who are looking to deploy it understand that there are ethical implications to what the technology is doing and that has to be baked into how decisions are made? Yeah, I think it has to be in parallel to the, the traditional way of, of compliance and controls. You can't just say, okay, I'm going to uh, implement an AI program and, and now we're going to rely 100% on this AI program. I think there there has to be um, you know, parallel processes where, where AI is an in addition to and not a replacement for uh, the type of transactional audits that we're doing. Maybe we'll get to the point where it, it can replace certain types of, of, of validations and, and checks and balances. But I think, you know, in answer to your question, it has to be in parallel to or an added tool and not a replacement tool. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this evolves and hopefully it will evolve in ways that don't cause too much agitation as, as an aggravation as we try and capitalize on the promises of this technology. Um, this is so uh, true, so true. Any, there's such a gold rush for it right now that, you know, unfortunately too often decisions are made in haste rather than consideration. Well, Frank, thank you for spending time thinking about these issues and sharing your insights with us today. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletop from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.